So dear brothers and sisters, there's a story told of a lady uh, discussing with her, a married lady discussing with her friends how terribly her marriage is going and she's uh, describing to them how when she goes home, the husband, he's, he's lazy, he doesn't pay enough attention to her and uh, he doesn't uh, give her enough time, doesn't seem very interested in her and um, he just seems to always have his heart set on something else, you know. And the, the lady friends, then they, they tell her, look, do you know what you should do? Do you know what you should do? Reel him in. Treat him really, really well. Give, give, you know, prepare the meals that he likes. Uh, be nice to him. Be affirming to him, right? And then right when he begins to think that everything is going well, leave him. Just dump him. Just walk away, right? So then um, she goes home with this plan. Okay, that's, that's what I'll do. So I'll reel him in. I'll, I'll, I'll give him... I'll do everything that I can to be affirming and to be a wonderful wife. And then, once I have him in that place of security, I'm going to dump him. I'll just drop him, right, to get revenge for everything that he has, has done to me. So, the friends meet up, anyway, about, uh, about a month later, and they say, well, did your plan work? Did you reel him in, give him a sense of security, and then drop him? And she said, no, 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 we're getting on blissfully. Obviously, the point of the story being <laughs> that when we come out of ourselves and begin to actually serve the other, it actually improves the relationship from both sides. There's, a, there's, a, there's something I, I've never really noticed this on, until this morning, but it's a very interesting uh, line here. It's, it's from John 3.16. Uh, it's a beautiful, a beautiful quotation uh, from, from John's Gospel. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, so that whoever believes in him might not perish, but might have eternal life. But I just noticed this morning, it's interesting how God so loved the world that he what? He gave. He loved so much that he gave. I remember talking to a, to a married person before and they said, it's just, it's just so marriage is, is difficult. And I said, well, why, why, what's, what's up? Well, I just thought, I thought my husband, he'd be, I thought he'd be you know, more supportive. I thought, he'd be, I thought I'd never be alone. I thought there'd always be someone to affirm me. I thought... Uh, there'd always be someone at my side who'd understand. I thought, I'd, you know, and everything she said was, I thought I would receive. You know, I entered into marriage and I thought I would receive and receive and receive. But God so loved the world that he gave. And God is love. So it sounds obvious, but he knows what he's doing. And we're God, creating God's image and likeness. So similarly, we're called to love so much that we give. We love so much that we give and that we give without counting the cost. And this, 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 is, this, is, this, is, a, this is a tough school. This is a hard lesson. This is a hard lesson because I think in, in all of us, you know, we, we, we love to love in such a way that we receive. Do you know what I mean? Because um, that, that's easy. You know, you, especially at the initial stages maybe of dating and that, you know, there's a lot of receiving there. You know, you go out and um, people are buying each other gifts and paying for each other's meals and uh, trying to outdo each other in generosity and all that. It's, it's, it's a lovely phase of a relationship, you know. You get to receive a lot. You get to receive a lot of texts and messages and affirmation and then the little glances and the little uh, hugs and whatever else goes on uh, and all, all that kind of, you know. So it's, it's a lovely time of receiving, receiving, receiving. Okay. But that is an early stage of, of, of a relationship. Uh, then things begin to get more serious. Then you're asked, to, you're asked to give a little more. You're asked to give more time. You're asked to give maybe more of your heart. You're asked to give away maybe some of your security. Some of that kind of 
this here was all familiar. This, this part of my world, I knew how, to, I knew how it worked. I knew how, how to control myself at you know, university, college, um, in my work environment. I know how that works. This whole relationship thing, this, this, is, this is now risky. This whole marriage thing, you know, to, 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 to say, I will marry you, I will be faithful to you until death separates us, that's actually pure insanity. You have no idea what's coming down the line. Why on earth would you do that? Why? Uh, it's, that makes no sense. <laughs> and yet, if we were to say on our wedding day, I, Johnny, take you, Mary, to be my wife for five years, because five years is a, that's, that I can guarantee, that, that would be all right. Do you know, and then we'll, subject to availability and renewal and whatever, we might renew it afterwards. And we just, we just know that just sounds so ridiculous. Why? Because we know that, that love, if it is to be love, must be forever. It, it, it must be. And yet, we, we, at the very same time as we say it must be forever, that's coupled with the absolute insanity of saying that I will love you until I'm 85, 1995, until, until I die. When you have no idea what's coming down the road. We, we know this, it, it, logically, it makes no sense. But God so loves the world that he gives he gives. And that's, that's what we learn to do. When we're, when, we're, when we're learning to love, we're learning to give. We're learning to give. My goodness, what must it be like from God's perspective? Like when he looks at us uh, and, and, you know, we think of the, again, the recent Easter ceremonies when we've reflected on, on just the complete outpouring of, of God's heart on humanity. His love just literally, literally poured out upon all of humanity. Just gives himself entirely as he's helplessly nailed to a cross. Can't defend himself or protect himself. Just gives everything. And this is love. That's what love really looks like. It's not the fluffy, I'm going to buy you a puppy and flowers kind of thing. That bit's easy. It's the giving. That's, that's the hard bit. We don't have this name in English, but uh, Father Paul, uh, in my community, his baptismal name is Gebhardt, which is made for two German words, Gaben and, and Hart. Gaben is to give, and Hart is, well, Hart. So his name is Hartgiver. Hartgiver. Uh, doesn't sound very good in English, but it uh, does in German. But and he, said, he said, this is my vocation. He said, my vocation is to be, is to be a Gebhardt, is to, is to give my heart. That's what it must do to everyone. Because this is how God loves. This is what the sacred heart reminds us of. I offer my heart to everyone. I give my heart. God so loves the world that he gives. So Lord, we ask today for, uh, for anyone who's listening today who might be married, anybody who's uh, contemplating marriage, anybody who has been hurt by life and has just pulled their heart back, for maybe anybody who has misunderstood love and sees love as something that should satisfy me and complete me. Lord, we pray for a renewal of our understanding of love, that we might love like you do. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, so that whoever believes in him may not be lost, but may have eternal life. Amen.